Well, it sure has been a busy few days since we last caught up on the marketplace. Welcome. Great, as always, to have your company. I'm Jack Heverin, alongside the best newsbreaker in Australian basketball, Olgan Ulich from ESPN.com.au. Olgan, let's start with one of the biggest names during this free agency period, and that is Luke Travers. We know that he's left the Perth Wildcats. Where will he be playing in NBL 24? Jack, Luke Travers has signed a three-year deal with Melbourne United. Uh, he forms... Uh, a really prolific front court with Joe, Joe Luala Chul Jr. Uh, joins Chris Golding, Shea Ely, uh, Tanner Krebs, Flynn Cameron on that roster. Um, and this just gives United, firstly, you know, a, a really impressive local core. This is, right now it's three marquees for that team. And, mm. and you know, for Travers, you know, I spoke to him uh, last night ahead of this signing and he, he spoke about you know, wanting to take that next step to the NBA and figuring out where the best place was to do that. And he pointed to, to Melbourne United, Dean Vickerman, that culture, their track record of, of helping guys to the NBA. And he, he decided that was the best fit for him. Which is interesting because some people felt that when Luke left Perth, Olgan, that he would want to go somewhere where he's the number one man. You're saying that that wasn't necessarily the, the biggest thing for him. What he did speak about was, you know, Dean Vickerman, he told him that he would get on-ball reps. He'd be able to, uh, you know, play that Xavier Cooks role. And Travers mentioned that specifically, playing, being like what Xavier Cooks was in Sydney uh, for Melbourne United in stretches. But I think there's also a sense of knowing, you know, what is the most translatable skill toward the NBA. Uh, and that's not necessarily being, you know, LeBron James, right? It's, it's being a complimentary guy, being a connector. And I think he saw Melbourne United as the best place to show off those skills that would translate better to the NBA. It's becoming a formidable lineup that Melbourne are assembling and they haven't even started to play around with imports as yet. That's right. And, you know, it's sort of the open secret around the Melbourne basketball area is that plan A for Melbourne United is Matthew Delavadova. Now, there is still a ton of water to go under the bridge with potentially getting Delavadova signed in United again. You know, the first one is he's still in the midst of a playoff series with the Sacramento Kings. Um, he has a fractured finger currently, but, you know, that's plan A for Melbourne United. And if that does happen, from what I understand, they would be the first team in NBL history to not have an import and to marquee four players. So that's plan A. If that doesn't pan out, pan out they still have, you know, that spot to go get a really high-level import point guard, but with, with the local talent that they have, especially, uh, you know, the elite-level guys like Luala Chul Jr., Chris Golding, Shea Ily, and now Travers, you know, they're putting they're putting together a really, really solid lineup. Matthew Delavadova, goodness gracious me. Let's move to the Tasmania Jack Jumpers. Anthony Drimmick was looking for a new home at the end of the season, parting ways with the Adelaide 36ers. He'll be playing under Scott Roth next season. Yeah, that's right. The Jack Jumpers, this free agency, lost a lot of their guards and wings. Some of the guys that they have bred for a few years, they lost Isaac White as well. And, you know, they needed someone to come in and, and bolster that position. And Anthony Drimmick was their guy. You know, Drimmick is really close with, with Jack McVeigh. Uh, and there's a sense that he can come in and fit the style of what the Jack Jumpers do. You know, he was probably the 36's most uh, consistent defender outside of Antonius Cleveland this past season uh, and we know what he is as a, as a shooter as well he's coming off a, a poor shooting season but he's demonstrated over the course of his career that that is something that he excels in and so he joins Scott Roth's lineup and and you know I, I wonder you know what the next step is they're still the talks with Milton Doyle are, are still ongoing um, they were in on McDowell White and they couldn't get him and so they have some money to fill those import spots with, with some really talented guys and I, I think this the, Scott Roth has a chance to, you know, continue his, you know, 
playoff push in the NBL with someone like Drimmick in that lineup. Another of the stories that you've reported over the last 24 to 48 hours is the signing of Mitch Norton. He'll be with the Brisbane Bullets. That's right. The Just prior to that April 14 deadline, the Perth Wildcats deactivated Mitch Norton and Todd Blanchfield. Uh, there was mutual interest really quickly for Norton to join Justin Schuler with the Brisbane Bullets. Um, I'm told that they see him as their backup point guard. So at this point, they now have their practically their entire bench shored up. And you know when you you go through that lineup, it's that, that bench, it's Mitch Norton, Isaac White, Sam McDaniel, potentially Josh Bannon or DJ Mitchell and Tyro Harris. And that's a really, really solid local cohort. All of those guys outside of Mitchell are on two-year deals as well. And so you're starting to get a sense of, of this team coming off a really volatile season and, and suddenly turning into a sustainable franchise again. And with Norton, it was you know a push from Shula, but it was also a push, I'm told, from Aaron Baines. I'm told Baines you know, placed a number of phone calls to Mitch Norton, you know, telling him and selling him on the Brisbane Bullets. Uh, and I think that's really important considering where they were last season and the sort of the, the, the pieces they have coming in this season from a, a chemistry and culture standpoint. Yeah, if you're building a culture, you could... Do no worse than start with Mitch Norton. He's absolutely superb as a human and as a player in this league. So well done to Brisbane. Every time we've mentioned Mitch Norton, Olgan, we've mentioned Todd Blanchfield in the same sentence because their situation at Perth has been very similar. Mitch has found a home. What about Todd? He's also found a home. I'm told the Illawarra Hawks have signed Todd Blanchfield to a two-year deal. So he returns to, to Illawarra after you know a few stints elsewhere. Uh, and I think uh, he, he gives them shooting that they didn't have you know we talk about their lineup and the de- defensive identity that they're chasing and you know the, the this identity they have under Jacob Jacobus but they didn't really have wing shooting and so Blanchfield comes in didn't really find his feet under John really with the Wildcats but you know prior to that he was you know a fringe all NBL guy and so I, I look at him coming in and, and providing a really needed skill set to the Illawarra Hawks. For the Tasmania Jack Jumpers, we spoke about who they have gained. They have lost Matt Kenyon. He'll be playing with Southeast Melbourne next season. That's right. That's a two-year deal for Matt Kenyon in Southeast Melbourne. Uh, you know, this is a team that was one of has been one of the worst half-court defenses for well, since they since they've existed. And so you bring someone like Matt Kenyon in, you know, widely regarded as as a really solid rebounder and a defensive specialist. And he helps them a ton in those sorts of areas. And it was just an absolute need for them. And for Kenyon, it's potentially a chance for him to spread his wings a little bit more. You know, he really grew under Scott Roth in Tasmania. And, and you know, this is a chance for us to see if he can take that next step in his development. Let's finish off with the Perth Wildcats in that case. They have added another name to their roster. They have. You know, there's a trend with this Wildcats free agency. It's number one, uh, bringing in... Western Australia kids and so it started with Pinder it's David Aquera now it's Ben Henschel um, and the other thing is it's it's also getting younger and more athletic and I think that's the style of play that John really you know wants wants to exhibit and so that that was exhibit a with Aquera uh, with Pinder and now with Henschel as well Henschel you know a 6-5 wing can really shoot a really really solid athlete as well um, you know it's it's rare to see someone practically just come off a really impressive under-20s nationals where he was the MVP, led WA to a title, to to just roll into a roster spot. But that's the sort of trust that they have in him. That's how much they value what they saw. Um, And, and, you know, you can can see someone like Henschel really developing into a really solid NBL player down the track. It's been a very, very busy few days. And as always, you've been at the forefront of all of these stories, Olgan. Well done to you, and we'll chat to you very shortly. Thanks, Jack.
As always, thanks for joining us on The Marketplace. Don't forget, you can stay up to date with all of the latest news and information, nbl.com.au, all of the NBL social media platforms, and you can follow Olgan on Twitter. Thanks for being with us. We'll catch you soon.